is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV. Joined by promoter Eddie Hearn. All right, mate. Let's just let's just talk about the graft because it is for me not. What time is it where you are? For me, it is six forty-four a.m. Okay, so for me, it's nine forty-four p.m. Thursday night in Quebec. City. For you, it's 6.44am Friday morning in Abu Dhabi. Correct. And you were trying to get me to do something last night. And to be fair, you messaged me about two o'clock in the morning. And you said you were going to set your alarm for 7am to do the the call. And you actually woke up and messaged me at 6.38am to do the Zoom. So I can't actually believe that you got up that early to do this Zoom. I am going to make it really shit just for the banter. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because I'm tired and I'm a bit delirious and I'm on FaceTime, not FaceTime, what is it, Zoom with you (laughs) in a country that is nine hours ahead of you. I mean, this is fucking crazy, but we are where we are. First of all, how are probably And probably about 80 degrees difference in temperature. Oh, 100%. I'd rather be where I am than you are, but anyway... Um, how are you, Edward? Yeah, I'm good. I'm uh, at a nice little break, got some sun, and now I'm in minus twenty in Quebec. What are you First wearing? First show of the year. Little Canada, Canada goose out there. Little Moncler. What are you wearing out there? Yeah, I've got a little. No, I've got a little Reese uh, down jack. You know the deck, whatever that thing is they're called. You know, um, it's freezing, mate. Absolutely freezing. Just went out for a nice Italian. You might have seen I did the old 72-hour fast. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Followed that, followed, that, followed that up with half a pizza and a penne arabiata tonight, which was absolutely bang on, to be fair. And, uh, yeah, mate, looking forward to the show on Saturday. All right, let's jump, let's jump straight into it. First of all, obviously, a huge fight um, in Quebec. Uh, Callum Smith uh, bidding to become a, a, a two-time or... And, and obviously unified uh, world champion um, again. Let, let's jump straight into the talking point over the last 24 hours of this atypical, is that how you pronounce it? Atypical VADA findings yeah. on December the 6th. Um, first of all, can you give us kind of your interpretation of what 
atypical means in, in this situation? Um, I guess the best way to describe it is something has shown up in the drugs test that is, I guess, abnormal to to a to a negative. Um, I, th- I think it's important to say that it's not an adverse finding because the fight would be off yeah. if it was. Yeah. Um, but. You know, in the in the middle of December, Vada wrote to us and to Top Rank and to the fighters to say that there was an increased level of HGH and testosterone in Artabetabev sample, and under the rules that that should be investigated further, ultimately with, with additional testing. Um, I, you know, Sean O'Toole from STN, you know, we've all been speaking to Barda and asking them various questions. Um, we don't, you know, we are, I don't like to say too much because, you know, because obviously it's it's not a, a positive test, if you like. Um, I'm, you know, that complete bell end, Victor Conte, come out tonight and say, oh, Eddie Hearn's reporting this to the public no this was in a statement from top rank yesterday actually on on the issue and we did feel that i think callum smith's team felt that it should be discussed and it shouldn't just be a secret we want to know why the levels were increased and you know as as i've seen from victor conte tonight apparently those levels can be increased due to heavy weights or squatting but they were still increased and you know as a representative of Callum Smith's team, I think quite rightly to be asking the questions of why. Um, I think there was an additional test a week later and another one a week after that, and both of those were negative. So if that's something that occurs naturally, do they spike and then disappear? I, I have no idea. I'm not a scientist. So, you know, I'm sure if this was a matrim show and better be able was a matrim fighter, things would be very different right now. But, um, you know, as I said, it's not a positive test. It's not an adverse finding. So the fight goes on. And, you know, we, we've just taken it upon ourselves to ask the questions to Varda and try to understand why those levels were raised in that test. That's all. Speaking to Callum Smith earlier, I mean, he's... That's my alarm for you, by the way. Oh, well done, mate. James Brown. Just speaking to Callum Smith earlier and... I mean, his attitude was obviously he said he learned of um, learned of this whenever it was a week ago, or whenever he said it was ago, and he mm-hmm. said that um, because it wasn't a failed test, that his attitude was okay. If it's not a failed test, like I still want to fight without knowing kind of like the complete um, situation about why those levels were increased, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I'm assuming that. It's of no concern to you, um, this fight on Saturday from yourself or anyone involved in Team Smith, because if there was a major concern, I'm sure you wouldn't be letting Callum Smith go into the ring in the first place. No, I mean, I'll I'll be honest. When you receive the information to say that the levels, you know, for those substances are beyond the threshold, yeah, of course there's concern. Um, 
but at the same time, contractually, without it being an official fail, you know, there's not a lot that we can do really in terms of pulling out the fight. I mean, if he wanted to pull out the fight, he doesn't want to pull out the fight. And, you know, as we're told from VADA, this is something that can just happen naturally. So um, I just think we need to understand a little bit more, really. You know, when you read, as I said, when you read the results of that test, it does does concern you. And, you know, we've asked the questions of Arda. I don't think we've had them answered completely how we'd like, but there has been dialogue. But, you know, they've assured us that that is just something that can happen naturally, apparently. So um, we have to take their word for it, I guess. Have you been in a situation at all in your relatively short promotional career well actually it's not short is it but in your whole like career as a promoter have you been involved where a fighter uh has had an atypical finding um i've never i'll be honest with you i'm going to be straight i've, I've heard of it before i've, said never I've never heard of it before, like and i'm sure a lot of no. people have or haven't so yeah never for substances like this no and and these kind of these kind of things no i've, I've now, I've seen various different results come back, but I've never seen in a in a testing program like this. And I do know I, you know, before I saw the letter atypical finding, I am aware of it, and I know it's not a fail. So this was not something that at the time. Don't forget, we've known about this for three weeks, and we haven't said anything. Like it's not like we're coming out screaming and shouting and saying, this is a disgrace because we know it's not a fail. And that is important to, you know, because for the, um, you know, for the, for the fighter, I think it's, it's important to say that it's not a fail and it's not an adverse finding, but at the same time, you can't help read those things and, and be concerned and, and want to understand it a little bit more. Mm. I mean, I, I will agree with you on a, a comment that you made. I do feel like if this was kind of uh, a oh, fight, mate. a fight on your side, that, mean, and this had happened to, I think this had been looked at. Mate, no one, no one even mentioned it today. Hardly, I couldn't believe it. And I'm thinking, fuck me, if this was my fighter and my show, I'd be. You know, the actual reaction is, it's okay. It's not a positive test. Raise levels. Don't worry about it. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ. If this was one of my fighters, it'd be screams to pull the show. Yeah, you would have got happy. And I don't think, it should, and I don't think it should be. By the way, I, you know, I don't think um, anything's happened that shouldn't have happened. I just think it's important to understand, and especially if you're Callum Smith and the team, you know, understand why those levels were raised, and if that's something that just happens from a couple of squats and a couple of heavy weights, so be it. And that's concerning in itself if, if levels are raised that way. So, all right, just finally on this, do you feel feel like, obviously the fight is like now pretty much, do you think you'll find out more information regarding this after the fight obviously happens? No, I, I think that there, there's, you know, within VADA rules, there is an obligation to do further testing around the issue and around the sample, not just to continue testing. And like I said, I'm not 100% happy with the information that, that Sean O'Toole and, and STN have had back from VADA, but, you know, we, we take their word as a, 
um, you know, a, a very uh, serious and impressive testing agency that, you know, it's not a fail and, and the raised levels that were found in that test occurred naturally. Do you know if this was from one sample? Yes, it was from the same sample. Okay. Blood and urine. Okay. Okay, look, look, let's let's talk about Callum Smith. Huge, obviously huge fight for Callum. Callum's obviously been in with um, some of the best fighters in the world, obviously Canelo, et cetera, et cetera. But this is a, a huge opportunity for Callum at light heavyweight. Obviously, um, three titles on the line. You're gone on record. You believe he's going to knock uh, Bessabiev out this week. A lot of people share that same opinion. Do you believe that? Yeah, I, think, I, do, I do think it's a 50-50 fight. I mean, I think a lot of people see it as a 60-40 or a 70-30. But, and, and I know that Callum can lose the fight. I just fancy it. I just, you know, I, I see a way in which he can knock him out. I always say that when you're up against it in a fight, you look at how a fighter can win the fight and can you actually see him winning this fight? How do you see him doing it? And I, I see it by him knocking out better bit. I, I don't think, you know, he's a tremendous fighter. He's a beast of a man. But I do think he can be hurt. Um, I do think he's getting a little bit older. I do think there's signs that he's slowing down a little bit, but he's still very dangerous. And, you know, while, whilst I understand it's a 50-50 fight, in my opinion, and, um, oh, excuse me, and, um, He's very dangerous. I still truly believe that Callum Smith can win this fight by knockout, and I see him doing it as well. You, you obviously put on the show where um, Callum Johnson fought uh, Bessabiev a few years ago, where he kind of well stunned everyone by dropping him, I think, in the second or the third round, showing that he mm. could be hurt. I think everyone's kind of took comfort from that. I mean, he's not been beaten since then, but or at all. But um, he can be hurt, I suppose. And Callum yeah, Smith, that, that was that was hmm. five. That was five, six years ago. You know, he's been dropped other times in his career as well. Um, Callum Johnson is a big puncher. I think Callum Smith hits harder at 175. But that was a good left hook. And, and Callum Johnson didn't quite have the experience to capitalise on that. And I think if he did, if he did, he might have won the fight that night. So that was a long time ago. Things can happen. You know, I thought Yard did a good job against him. And I think he just... I felt like he just showed that he was slightly slowing down. But listen, I think better be able he's underrated technically. I think he's got great feet. I think he cuts off the wing, the ring well. And I think he's very dangerous. So it's, it's a very, very difficult fight. It's a great fight. Really good fight. You know, I'm looking forward to watching it live. Um, I did ask Callum Smith earlier whether he felt it was um, in some ways disrespectful, the fact that this final fight between um, Bessabiev and Bivol had been reportedly signed. Um, I mean, what, what can you tell us about that? I mean, we've seen these plans, obviously, not, look no further than yeah. Wilder signed uh, before uh, Parker comes in, upsets the apple cart. I mean, what can you tell us about that? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, look. From our side, I think it's important to say that the fight, the fight, is not signed. Bivol and Betaviev, but from our side, Dimitri Bivol's side, side, he has signed and agreed to, to take that fight if it can be made. So I don't know where they're up to with Betaviev. I've told His Excellency that Callum Smith will be winning the fight on Saturday, and when he does, I'll be asking him to make the undisputed fight between those two. But in the meantime, I do think the plan is to make Bivol better be and I think they want to make the biggest fights in boxing. That's a very big fight, but you know, our plans are to disrupt that and and see Callum Smith put himself in the hat to fight Dimitri Bivol for the undisputed championship. Mm. Bit of a conflict for you though, yeah? Not really, no. I I mean I I want Callum Smith to win. I don't want to see Bivol better be I want to see Bivol against Smith. Good. I like that, Ed. I like that one. Um, right, let's talk, talk about, obviously, news that kind of... It weren't a massive surprise, but it just came out of the blue the other day um, in regards to AJ's next fight, obviously, um, for March the 8th against Francis Ngannou. Um, somebody told me a little bit off the record that this was done about two or three weeks ago and you've been sitting on this. Is that right or not? No, no, it's not right. I mean, we signed the contract... I don't know, I want to say five days ago, four, five days, something, something like that. Um, and look, when obviously we were there in, in Riyadh, we had signed, Deontay Wilder had signed for that fight on March 9th and we were set to announce it in the ring. Obviously, when he lost, we all moved very quickly and His Excellency you know, wanted to arrange a, an immediate meeting to try and decide what we were going to do and we talked about fights and we talked about the biggest fight that could be made in the heavyweight division having had Joshua Wilder fall through and the answer was Joshua against Ngannou you know by far the biggest fight in the heavyweight division um, outside of Fury Usyk and we spoke over the next few days we accepted terms and then contracts were drafted and, and we managed to get the fight signed. And, you know, those guys will be shooting the promo this week. There'll be a press conference next week. And uh, looking forward to the fight. I think it's a fun fight. I think it's a dangerous fight. I think it's a fight with a lot of jeopardy. But it's also one that I expect AJ to look very good at and just keep cementing his position as what we believe is the best heavyweight in the world. And let's be honest, 
if Anthony Joshua can knock out Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury can beat Alexander Usyk, you have the ready-made biggest fight in the history of the sport right in front of you for, for the undisputed championship between them two. Plus a rematch in the middle of that, Edward. Maybe. Anything can happen in boxing. But can you imagine the demand at that point? You know, Tyson Fury beats Usyk on February the 17th. And then AJ knocks out and Garner. It's there. Now, we know there's rematches. We know there's plans. But let's be honest. Who is not going to want to see that? Well, Usyk's not want to see that because if he loses, he's going to want to rematch. Oh, things can happen. Things can happen. Injuries can happen. Deals can be done. But we'll see. Maybe we wait till after that. Maybe AJ fights Hergovic. You know, maybe, I don't know, anything could happen. To be, to be fair, I mean, I remember speaking to you probably about two or three days after that Fury and Garnu fight, and you, you kind of called for that fight with AJ and Garnu from back then and saying that that fight seems to make sense now. After Listen, I, whenever I say something that doesn't happen, it gets played back a hundred times. And before the, the Fury fight, I felt like it was a mismatch. I don't mind saying it. I, I hold my hands up. A lot of people did. And Francis Ngannou dropped Tyson Fury. In my opinion, he beat him. If you don't think he beat him, it was like a draw or there was a round in it at max. So he really he earned the right to have another big fight. And, you know, I think once he gained that credibility, he puts himself in the hat for an AJ fight and, and we take it. You know, there's, there isn't a huge amount for AJ to gain in this fight other than dominate someone that Fury really struggled with. Obviously, we know financially it's a good spot for him. Um, and just be involved in big fights. But the downside for AJ is to get beat by a 0-1 and one MMA star. You know? And that's, that's dangerous in a heavyweight world because you know this guy can really punch. You know he's very tough. And mentally, he couldn't give a fuck. He's, he's completely fearless, Francis Ngannou. And that's what makes him dangerous. So AJ's got to go out there, show his ability, and smash him up. It's quite mad to think, isn't it? Like in the space of probably what four months, four or five months, that um, Francis and Garner's two opponents in boxing would have been AJ and Fury. It's quite mad to think. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, there is there is a chance that obviously, come March tenth or whatever, Francis and Garner could be zero and two, having boxed Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua in his first two fights. It could be one and one. You know, but it's, you know, and there's a lot of people that could say that right now, Francis Ngannou should be the lineal heavyweight world champion. Having done it on his debut. It's quite an incredible story. And he's fired up for this fight. You know, everything I'm hearing, all the interviews I'm hearing, he believes he's going to knock AJ out. And, you know, you have to take him seriously. He's a serious dude. I know this is probably difficult to answer, but how do you see the situation regarding the IBF, Philip Hergovich? How do you see that? panning out because obviously it's all dependent on Fury in a second what happens with that belt after that fight yeah I see the IBF ordering the winner of February 17th to fight Philip Hergovic yeah uh, I see obviously Fury or Usyk whoever wins vacating and then it going to the next available fighter which at the moment is Anthony Joshua um, so it could be Hergovic against Joshua um, but we'll have to see you know like I said it, I do believe that if Fury wins and AJ beats Ngannou 
it's going to be very difficult not to make that fight, regardless of what's in place. Um, in terms of that card for March the 8th, what can you tell us about the rumours that Deontay Wilder is going to fight Zile Zhang? Uh, I'm not sure about that. But, you know, I'll let there be an official announcement for that card. All I can say is get ready for an incredible night of boxing once again. You know, every time these fights get made in Saudi, I'm looking at the undercards that, that are being proposed. And I just can't believe what is being put together. So, March, there will be a top, top undercard. And I think the fans will be absolutely delighted with it. Are you going to have fighters... Well, let's talk about both cards. Are you going to have fighters on Feb 17th and March the 8th, like matching fighters? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. But no official confirmation just yet? No, I'll wait, I'll wait for that to be done officially. You know, me and my big mouth sometimes gets me into trouble. Mm. Okay. Um, Devin Haney, what's the situation there? going to defend his title against... Um, uh, maybe. I mean, I think you know, the, the Sandor-Martin fight is not the biggest fight in the world, but if it's a mandatory, he'll have to deal with it at some point. You know, I was so pleased when Ryan Garcia messaged me and said, just to let you know, I'm fighting Devin Haney. And I thought, wow, fair play. Like, this is a guy that's seriously chasing legacy. Then he had one conversation with Floyd Mayweather. who said, are you mad? Don't fight him. Fight Roly Romero. And he went, all right then, Floyd. And that was it, really. Um... I don't blame him. You know, it's a much easier fight. And I don't think Ryan Garcia beats Devin Haney. Um, but it's a lot bigger fight. It's the fight the fans want. And obviously, it's a lot more money for him. But it probably is smarter to fight Roly Romero. So, I can't necessarily blame him. But it's a shame for fight fans. Um, and we'll have to see what's next for Devin. Interesting to see Bill Haney and Hopkins the other day. Yeah. Hopkins is just on smoke. It, he's up for it, isn't he? He's like, he nearly had a fight with, was it Elvis Grant and that lot the other day? Yeah. And he nearly had a fight with Bill Haney. I'm staying well away from Bernard Hopkins. I mean, we've got Ryder Mungir on Jan 27. I ain't saying anything to, to upset Bernard Hopkins because I think he's ready to go. Okay, just coming away from that, I know you made some comments regarding Lee Wood and uh, Josh Warrington too. Um, could be set for May, possibly. Yeah, May the 18th is the date we're looking at at the city ground. Um, we're doing everything we can for Lee to deliver that fight. I love the fight. The first one was a cracker. Um, it'll be a huge moment for Nottingham. Great moment for the club as well to stage that fight. And hopefully we can get it over the line. Uh, Eddie, just going back to <coughs> Anthony Joshua, who else was considered for, for March the 8th? Obviously, we know he's going to be fighting on that date, but who yeah, else? No, I mean, Hergovic, you know, certainly. Parker was, was considered? Sorry? Joe Parker, was he considered? Not really, no. few conversations about Zhang, not really. Um, but, you know, the, the, the preference is still for AJ to get that world championship. But there was an opportunity to fight um, Nganu and then fight for the championship after. And we liked the route. And, uh, you know, I've said for a while, I truly believe AJ will be undisputed heavyweight world champion. And I just think this is the way that it's going to play out. Okay. Boots Ennis, you've made some offers, I, I heard. Yeah, we talk, we're talking. We're talking, yeah. We're talking to a lot of fighters at the moment. Who else? I'm not saying. You've changed, mate. You used to walk, like, your mouth used to be like... I know, but, like, you know, it's got me into a lot of trouble over the years. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to, you know, I'm 
stop being a big mouth. But obviously, if I tell you who we're talking to, it's going to put me in a poorer position of negotiation because other people are going to get involved. People are going to start telling people not to sign with Eddie Hearn. It's just like, this is the way that I do things now. Do um, Did I hate you in Canada as well or not? Very big in Canada, mate. Very big in Quebec City. Got a great following here. A lot of men's health readers. I was going to say, the, did the um, Canada edition of men's health, men's health, did it? Been huge. Been one of the biggest sellers of all time here, to be honest. So, oh, very welcoming here. Last time I was here was 10 years ago for Bellevue against Adonis Stevenson. Oh. Same hotel, same weather. Hopefully not the same result. Um, did you watch ODs and Barossa? Yeah. I mean, look, I think when you give it the big one, like OD, and it goes like that, you're always going to get a load of stick. But I think he's done great, OD. You know, you think about it, you know, he's a kid from Hackney who didn't have a lot of opportunities. He's carved out a career. He's made good money. He's ended up signing with Golden Boy. He's gone to Vegas to fight for the interim world title. You know, he's already won, really, hasn't he? He got chinned. But that's boxing. You know, that's life, isn't it? Don't always go your way. But I think he's done great. You know, whatever he does, whether he retires, whether he comes back and has another fight. Um, but, you know, from the kid that came into our office many, 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 many years ago, you know, I think he's done brilliantly. Hopefully, you know, I know he made a nice few quid the other night. Hopefully he can pay his mortgage off if he hasn't done that already or buy a couple of bits of property and, and start setting up for a life after boxing. Because even if he comes back, he ain't got long left. But fair play to him. You know, I think he's done well. Have you had any conversations with Kel Brook? Not recently, no. I mean, look, you know, Connor fights Feb 3rd, Vegas against Dobson, and then we want him in a big fight in April. So. That's the plan. Whether that's Kel Brook, whether that's Eubank or wherever, I don't want to talk too much about names because we've done that already. So I want to see him do a job on Dobson and then get him straight back in the ring ASAP. Okay. Well, look, I think we've um, done a bit there, Edward, to be honest. Have you got anything else you'd like to say before we finish? Mm, No. Just have a great new year, really. You know, these years go around very quickly, don't they? Stay healthy, stay focused, make sure you have your goals, invest in yourself. I think that's important. So this thing you were doing is fast. Yeah. That you were updating everyone on like hour by hour pretty much. You know what? I swear to God, I got 10 times more questions about my fast than I've ever had for anything else I've ever done. Did you actually do it? Of course I did. Mate, the one thing you need to know about me is if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. 72 hours, not one piece of food, just water with electrolytes at times. And it was a good, good little challenge. You know, there is, I guess, opinion, evidence, whatever you want to call it, that this can uh, repair or get rid of zombie cells, cancerous cells cells with dementia, do your own research, listen to Gary Brecker, watch the um, the Thor 
What's the th- geezer Thor? What's his name? The Thor. actor. Yeah, what's his name? The Australian, the big lump. Thor. Yes. Who are you on about? Good looking geezer. The actor who plays Thor, the good looking geezer from Australia, the big lump. Oh, um. Fuck, you know, he's done me a bit right there. Let, let me just have a little. Uh... I can't believe I've forgotten. Uh, you're talking Chris Hemsworth. Hem- Hemsworth. Watch his program on National Geographic about fasting. It's, you know, it's a, it's a big thing. It's actually quite amazing how after 12 hours, you're not even that hungry. Like on the third day, I wasn't even hungry. And yet, normally I eat every three hours like a pig. So it's just quite good for the mindset. Good little mental test. Do you know what? This is always going to be dangerous, this was, you doing all this stuff. Because now you generally, in your head, think you're a bit of an expert on all this stuff, don't you? Listen, I'm not, you know, obviously, you've got to look at the possibilities career-wise post-boxing or whatever. I'm, I'm very interested in my health and well-being. It's a big part of my life now. It's a big part of my life now. And I think everybody should invest in their self to improve the way they look and feel. It's good. It's very, it's, listen, it's very good what you're doing. And it's, you're encouraging everyone over 50 to kind of... I'm seeing a lot of people changing their life from a health and well-being perspective. And I'm looking at me, people. Even people in boxing. And I look at them, I'm thinking, I think you've looked at me and thought, I'm going to do that, but I'm just not going to say anything. Do you think you're inspiring people? Do you generally believe... Yes, I do. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, well, I'm going to bed. Right, I'm going back to bed. Eddie Hearn, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. We'll see you back in the UK. Let's see Callum Smith become unified champion. Two time, baby. Tomorrow night in Quebec. Thank you very much. See you, mate. Take care. Bye. Wall Street Memes Casino. I'm fine. And Sportsbook. Sign up now for a $20 free bet. Just use the code IFLTV24. Sign up now. Terms and conditions apply. Sports Social Podcast Network.